0: Money FM eighty nine point three, the best of Saturday mornings.
1: <laughs> Singapore Homebrew on Money FM eighty nine point three. Uh, welcome back. The Pharmaceutical Society of Singapore and its members uh, are going to be are celebrating, I should say, World Pharmacist Day. On September the 25th, the um, mission of the Pharmaceutical Society of Singapore is to maximize the contribution that pharmacists give to Singapore's health care, which makes it a lot of sense. Joining us now is Dr. Vivian Shi, the board-certified oncology pharmacist at the National Cancer Center, also president of the Pharmaceutical Society of Singapore, and Ms. Grace Chu, principal pharmacist at Guardian and advisor of Pharmacy Week 2023. Ladies, welcome. It's great to have you both in the room. Hi. Morning. Uh, hello, <laughs> now, hello, hello. Now, no. you just heard Neil's story uh, about the, the pharmacist. Uh, what would you recommend to that pharmacist in terms of <laughs> upskilling training for future interactions with the public?
2: I would say, um, first of all, I think um, to do it discreetly, probably. There you go. Yeah, I think patient confidentiality and, you know, probably have a quiet moment with... (laughs) The patient and also have to be mindful of the surroundings. Like let, let me just make it clear
0: in defense of the pharmacist, I wasn't the slightest bit embarrassed. I mean, he was he was anatomically correct. It, it was nothing sinister
1: about it. It was just the timing was was off. You know? Yeah, but you don't want everybody knowing your business, right? Your personal business. No, no, no. A yeah. bit, bit of fun. They do, a, they do a wonderful job, pharmacists. Well, hey, Grace, let's start with you. Uh, talk to us a little bit about Pharmacy Week 2023. Uh, what, first of all, what is it encompass what what's going to happen what can people look forward to
3: Right, so Pharmacy Week happens every year. We usually um, time it around the World Pharmacy Day, which is on 25th of September. This year, twenty uh, Pharmacy Week starts tomorrow, mm-hmm. where we will kick off with a health carnival at the Fernvale Community Centre. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have a series of online postings and uh, messages from various health institutions um, all the way until the 25th. And you will see a lot of posts and a lot of messages about pharmacies, what they can do or even like health messages for the public to gain
0: that's a there's a mall right Same yes. West. that's the other end of my street
3: Right, i live
0: there very good choice of destination so make so sure I you have a you pharmacist
1: yeah, a pharmacist though that can embarrass neil in yes, some way we'll i no longer preferable. need that cream we are completely <laughs> fine yes. vivian uh, dr vivian so what what can and do pharmacists do that we don't already know about them being behind the counter and giving us good advice on the proper products we need?
2: I think, um, first of all, I think pharmacists are around everywhere in different sectors. So not mm. only, I think we're very used to seeing pharmacists in a community. So for example, Watson's Guardian, Unity. But there are also pharmacists available in hospitals. And there are also pharmacists working in other sectors, for example, in the industries, regulatory mm pharmaceutical companies as well as even academic um, mm.
3: centres, yes. Mm.
0: Grace, so let me ask you, why is a pharmacy week, a pharmacist's day? Why is it so important? Why is it necessary, would you say?
3: I think it provides recognition, mm. both for the profession as well as for the public. So for the profession, it's a day where we, you have nurses' day, right? So we would also want our day. Um, it's important to recognise how important uh, pharmacies uh, play a role in the healthcare sector. Um, so I would think that uh hospital, the nurses and the doctors will really thank pharmacists in helping to check the medicines, uh, making sure the dosing administration is all right.
0: Well, you are the gatekeepers, literally. Yes. Yeah.
3: And also um, for the public, is uh a day to remember that, hey, I can just ask the pharmacist who is a very accessible healthcare professional for me. You know, you can just walk in and ask any question and possibly not be embarrassed by, you know, advice. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Again, for the third time, I wasn't embarrassed at all. But uh, But, uh, but, but others...
1: Could of have course, easily yes, been of course, right, and of, of course. course. Depending depending on that, I am sorry. You have another question? No,
0: just to follow up on that. <laughs> you are also involved with the Pharmaceutical Society of Singapore. Mm-hmm. You are the advisor for that, I believe. For pharmacy, yes, yes. What um, what is what is that role? What do you do at the society? I am curious to know.
3: So, first of all, we have a team of um, advisors. We form the council. So, under um, the PSS or Pharmaceutical Society of Singapore, we have a council uh, council or panel, and it's led by Vivian. So I'm part of that council and uh, we actually advise our team, our society on the various activities. So we have uh, many activities, we have professional activities, we have industrial activities, we have public-facing activities. Mm -hmm. So one of the activities is Pharmacy Week, whereby um, our goal is to collaborate all the activities acts and uh, posts that will happen around um, singapore during this week as well as hold our annual uh, health carnival this is something that a lot of people look forward to and we really take our chance um, take our um, opportunities to rotate around different community centers throughout different years so that everyone in singapore can be exposed to the health messages we want to
1: bring awesome we're talking with Grace Chu, who is a principal pharmacist at Guardian and advisor of Pharmacy Week 2023, and Dr. Vivian Shi, the board certified oncology pharmacist at the National Cancer Center and president of the Pharmaceutical Society of Singapore. Uh, Vivian, to you, you know, sometimes the, some of the material we get as lay people uh, around medication and the drugs we need to take is, you know, quite frankly, just we can't understand it. You know, we're not doctors, most of us. How? What is the your society's viewpoint on perhaps making more material more accessible to the lay people that, that come in and need questions answered about their health?
2: Yeah, so thanks. Um, we do have what we call a public education chapter. Mm. And within it, we also have a national medication information um, work group. And basically what this work group does is to curate Public materials that uh, laypersons could understand. So, for mm. example, you said um, certain um, counseling, and most of the time we will give uh, written materials mm. as part of uh, the counseling sessions to advise perhaps on the indications, what is the medication used for, what are the side effects. Yeah. And very often it could be um, there could be medical jargons. So, what this work group does is basically to Look through these materials and it comprises of a whole team of pharmacists from various uh, public health institutions as well as retail sectors. Yeah. And what they do is to make sure that the information is bite-sized, is understandable by the lay public, so mm. that you know, the information will get true to them. And all these are posted on uh, Health Hub, which is, again, easily accessible by the public. Mm.
0: And that's the point, isn't yeah? it, that pharmacists play a broader role in sort of a healthier Singapore. And maybe some people overlook it. We think about our doctors and nurses. I mean, what would you say? What roles do pharmacists pharmacists play in promoting a healthier Singapore day to day?
2: I think there are just so many roles that we can play and complement. <laughs> Don't be I, modest. I, I think it's, um, it's 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 just a complementary uh, role within the whole healthcare team. So for example, if you're talking about the most accessible healthcare professionals, um, that would be the community pharmacists because mm. they are all um, around Singapore in the community and that's also the nation's uh, message, right, to move into the community and what uh, the pharmacists could do is basically to advise, um, to help with perhaps even minor ailments. I think a lot of people are very used to approaching a pharmacist let's say for example if they need cough and cold medications and to get a consult but increasingly I think what we can do is to change our mindset and we can also have a role to play in perhaps preventive care So, for example, you know, in terms of screenings Mm. and pharmacists can actually talk to the public and find out perhaps whether they have gotten their latest vaccination to screen through and to give um, appropriate advice.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because the the as I understand it, the the medical system here differs from, let's say, my home country, the U.S., in that when you go to a doctor, if you're diagnosed with a bronchial infection, you will more than likely get the medicine you need from that doctor. Right now in the U.S., the doctor gives you a prescription and you go to a pharmacy and and get everything from the pharmacy. So they're very separate. Um occasionally a doctor might have a sample or a dentist might give you a toothbrush. But other than that, you know, you're really getting your basic things. Does that work well in Singapore, the way that the, the Singapore health society, uh, ecosystem has has come together? Do you feel like that's the most efficient, effective way to get people the drugs they need? And if I'm treading on interesting ground here, you can be, you know, <laughs> you can choose to answer that any way you want. But I, I, I was quite surprised, actually, when I I've been in Singapore 20 years. When I first went to the doctor, I got all my drugs from the doctor. You know, for my for my ailments. I guess that's just the way it is in Singapore. (laughs) (laughs) It's a better system here. That's the answer. Well,
2: I guess that's the system that we've worked with uh, for many years. Yeah. And I think increasingly, I think we need to shift the focus not so much as to who dispense and, you know, who prescribes, who dispense, but really coming together as a healthcare community. So Hmm. whether it's physicians, pharmacists, and in fact, um, increasingly sometimes pharmacists also play a role in terms of reviewing medications. Um, Yeah. So reviewing medications and then dispensing counseling and advising patients and there are also um, as of 2018 there's also what we call a national collaborative prescribing program Mm -hmm. whereby um, senior pharmacists as well as uh, advanced practice nurses they are um, trained and under what we call a collaborative prescribing um, agreement and working with healthcare working with the physicians um, they can prescribe certain medications so there is um, a certain how would I say, a framework whereby under those circumstances, they can prescribe as well.
1: Mm. I would have to say that over the course of a, your average year, myself and my family rely on pharmacists more than going to a doctor's appointment yeah. for simple, you know, for simple things. Obviously, if it's something drastic, you go to the doctor, but mm. the GP or whomever. But I say more often than not, we're, we're, we're at the Guardian, we're at whatever our, you know, local uh, pharmacy is. And we're relying on that advice from the pharmacist. So is that the first stop for a lot of people in your experience? Uh, to your previous question and the
3: current question, I would think that it, what works, you know, whatever works uh, best for you mm. is good. So uh, there are people who do want to see a doctor, right? Or sometimes they are referred to the doctor by the pharmacist because the pharmacist has done some what we call triaging. Uh-huh. You have gone to the pharmacist and then the pharmacist like, hmm... Glenn, your cough has been more than two weeks, you know. Right. You want to see a doctor, so right. we'll do that. But at the same time, if you like to see a whole range of choices, like for example, for cough medicine, there are so many different flavors lychee <laughs> flavor, kiwi flavor, sassy flavor, blackcurrant, whatever you have. Wow, and lychee. Mm, Your children yum. are, you know, interested <laughs> in different flavors, or there are some flavors that they're like, no, I'm not going to take it. So you can go to a pharmacy and have all those choices offered to you. Mm. Yeah, so whatever works, I, I think it, it helps.
0: But, Vivian, I like the ecosystem. When I go to the Senkang Hospital, for example, it is more of an ecosystem, I find, within the government hospital. So you'll go upstairs and see the specialist or the mm-hmm. doctor. Then you'll come down and wait in the pharmacy. But the pharmacists will have a degree of autonomy, if that's the right word, in the sense that they will say, Neil, we've noticed you've been taking this medication for a period of time. You may want to wean off from such and such a time, or you may need more, you may need less, whatever, whatever. I like that ecosystem where the doctors, the nurses and the pharmacists are all working in tandem with each other. Is that the way forward, you think, for Singapore, across the board, hopefully, ideally?
2: Definitely, because I think um, increasingly there are also complex patients. I mean, Mm. some patients are perhaps elderly. They have what we call like polypharmacy. They really have other medical conditions. And what um, we do as a healthcare community is perhaps you only collect your medication in the pharmacy and you think that, okay, that's the only job that the pharmacist mm. does. But actually may not be because yeah. we do have increasingly pharmacists who run clinics as well. Mm-hmm. Some of the nurses do run clinics and as well. And um, this is actually in collaboration with the physician. So mm. there is actually discussion going on uh, between the pharmacists as well as the physicians and um, to prescribe and to even titrate medication. So um, very often what we do, do not see is perhaps the pharmacist can actually discuss with the physicians what is the right way forward for it for Mm. example in terms of monitoring therapy adjusting doses etc
0: yeah yeah i suppose the opposite of that grace would be if someone came into you and said the complete opposite without having any doctor's advice or nurse's background they've just said i need this for this that's far too autonomous on the part of the patient (laughs) what do you do in those situations we do
3: our usual we'll check and um, mm. do a bit of uh sensitive probing mm. you know um asking like oh you are getting this is it recommended to you by someone is it a doctor who recommended to you oh you read it somewhere that this is good for you the um, classic
0: internet self-diagnosis yeah. Yeah. So everybody's we'll, a doctor now with we'll, Google we'll right? help them.
3: like okay you have this complaint you think you have this is it possible that we help to ascertain that your diagnosis is right and then uh, to check for the any red flags that's really what we are taught in school you know to check if there are any red flags and to try and point them to the right direction um, and I think one of the, the angles that we are looking at this year is also mental health mm. it has gain a lot of awareness so important yeah so if uh, we have people coming in for supplements for various reasons right they feel that their condition is not at that level where you need to see a doctor but maybe I can get a supplement for that but at the same time they are not sure whether their condition is really requires a doctor so you know community pharmacists can help to advise okay, maybe you can really try a supplement or maybe you want to add on a few lifestyle advice mm. like um, switching off your phone half an hour before you go to sleep to make sure you don't have insomnia or even like yeah. gaming addiction. That's one of the topics that we will cover tomorrow oh, at cool. our carnival.
0: Good. Uh, just a yeah. serious point on mental yeah. health there. You mentioned red flags. What do you do if someone presents themselves in a pharmacy and you think, this could be something more they need to see a doctor what what kind of jurisdictional authority do you have in such a sensitive area as that? do you recommend them to see a doctor? How would that normally work? Um,
3: it's definitely within our jurisdiction right. to recommend them to see a doctor but exactly who we will not say like oh you have to go to my friend uh, we <laughs> will definitely say ah oh, you can uh, seek any opinion you want uh, you can go through the public system if you need a uh, more urgent uh you know consultation you might want to go private yeah um, but Ultimately, if they get to see a doctor, that will be the ultimate goal that they're being referred to someone responsible. But I think what you're, I thought you were going to ask, like, how are we going to convince them that they really need <laughs> yes. yeah. To see someone? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in this end, I'm sure that, um, the pharmacists, I mean, the pharmacists have been trained over the years. They will realize that soft skills are really important mm. to convince um, people to go to the right, um, care. Exactly. So, um, we will have to advise them nicely in, in a way to tell them why is it important that they see the doctor uh what are the consequences that they do not want to see you know and also maybe you know talk to them like uh what could be worse off or like what are the things that we can do and what are the things we cannot do and seek their understanding
1: nice uh let's let's close off the discussion by uh, just an overview of what you hope will be accomplished by pharmacy week starting tomorrow uh, in singapore for the increased and improving health of Singaporeans uh, what, what do you hope will be the the end result what do you what kind of engagement do you want from the public and what you'll be doing
0: to? at the carnival as yeah, well
1: yeah.
3: right we want as many people as possible to attend our health carnival <laughs> and also like and uh, follow our web uh, our social media web, uh, web pages because the, the messages don't end there yeah. Ultimately, we want everyone to have as much exposure to health information as possible.
1: Mm. And um, what are those? What are the social channels? Uh, like, for example, Facebook. Where do they find you?
3: Uh, PSS, know your medicines.
1: PSS stands um, for
3: Family Society of Singapore.
1: There
0: we go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Vivian, just briefly, can remind everyone about the carnival. Where it is? What to expect?
2: Fernville Community Centre, and it's on tomorrow at nine thirty. Just drop by, have fun. There are lots of um, interesting talks. Um, line up for you I think Grace has shared a few earlier like in terms of mental health um, in terms of smoking cessation and we also have a lot of interactive game booths and I think earlier on we talked about like you know information mm. so we also do have um, posters to advise the public as to how,
3: who do should they go to which are the
2: reliable oh, yeah, um,
3: information websites um, yeah not to mention you get to go home with goodie bags and a lucky draw uh oh
1: goodie bags and lucky there draw you, you just increased your attendance by 200% absolutely <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dr. Vivian Shi, the board certified oncology pharmacist at the National Cancer Center, president of the Pharmaceutical Society of Singapore, and Miss Grace Chu, principal pharmacist at Guardian and advisor at Pharmacy Week. Thanks so much for being with us on Money FM and giving us this great news.
3: Thank you, thanks, Neil.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's AWEDIO Audio at the App Store and Google Play.